Boogie Down with Reformed Dabo Girl Chase Masterson as she takes you inside Discovery every week on the all-new Star Trek podcast, Disco Nights. From the producers of Inglorious Trexperts, wherever you listen to the 430 movie. And keep looking at the stars. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, and if you're a fan of Disco Nights, you'll love Inglorious Trexperts, the hit Star Trek podcast for Star Trek fans with a life. Join Darren Doctorman and me every week as we take you inside 50 years of Star Trek and boldly go where no podcast has gone before. Available every Sunday at 17.0100 hours wherever you listen to podcasts. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, co-host of Inglorious Trexperts, and if you're a fan of Battlestar Galactica, and who isn't, check out my new oral history of Battlestar Galactica with Ed Gross, So Say We All. It spans the complete history of Battlestar Galactica from the 1978 series to Ronald Moore's brilliant reinvention and even Galactica 1980. Available from Tor Books, wherever books are sold. Back in the 70s and 80s, before the advent of VHS, chances are, if you saw a classic movie, it was on the 430 movie. With their famous theme weeks, it was a chance to see movies you never saw before and get reacquainted with some old classics. So now, join us for the 430 movie. Hey, this is Mark A. Altman, and this is Sports Movie Week. Welcome back to the 430 movie. We got our expert programmers here to curate a fantastic week of sports movies with you for you. And <laughs> I'm joined on the team by Stephen Melching. Teamwork. Team. Teamwork. Darren Doctorman. All one. <laughs> and joining us once again, Ashley E. Miller. There is no I in team, but if you rearrange the letters, it spells meat. <laughs> Swing and a miss. <laughs> well, guys, um, you know, I guess movies were always a great way to enjoy sports vicariously for those of us who are not athletes. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, yeah. and that would uh, be all of us. I'm not a huge sports fan, but I do love sports movies. Yeah, I, I'm I'm weird like that too, because uh, I I understand the draw of sports, even though that gene just completely passed me by. See, I had the opposite uh, thing. My my dad and my brother, huge sports fans. Yes. In fact, my dad had uh, season tickets to the Rangers. And my brother was a huge Islander fan. You know, uh, and uh, boy, and I would walk in, and my dad would have. Uh, you know, baseball game on TV, hockey game on the radio, and read about football game in the f- newspaper. And so I just, I hated sports. I just couldn't, I was like, I, you know, I always joke, and this is true, like growing up, my dad like was president of the Little League. And so we would go, you know, be doing, you know, having a cool day, doing something fun. And so I just got to stop by the field for a second. We stopped by and they say, oh, Mike, uh, you know, the umpire didn't show up. Can you umpire a game? I'm like, <laughs> What do I, how do we were stopping by for a minute? Just one game. Be two Just hours. one game. And then, you know, oh, we, we finished goodness. the game, and I was like, "Okay, Dad, are we, are we going?" And and he he go, "Oh, you know, they need me for to umpire the next game." I'm like, "What?" What? What? I just want to go home. And you know, I at the point I would start carrying. Four thirty movies gonna be on. I would start carrying books around with me because just I always down. knew, no matter what he said, we'd end up at the field for three hours. You know, and it wasn't even for my little league games. I that I could understand, but for like every other kid's little league games, yeah. it was it was the worst. <laughs> See, I I liked playing sports. I was pretty athletic uh, when I was younger. I played a, especially soccer. I played a lot of soccer, and I was quite good at it. Um, but when I moved into high school, the it was in a small town, and there really weren't many sports to choose from. Right, and it was you know football, which I'm not <laughs> I'm not built to be a football player. Baseball, 
I tried. I wasn't good at it. I wasn't good at baseball and uh, track and field, you know, and basketball. That was really all we had. Um, well, it's funny, you know, people who know Rob Burnett and, and my film Free Enterprise may remember the, the, the basketball scene where, you know, the guys play basketball. They're absolutely horrible. I mean, it's, 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 and that actually is based on, we used to all used to play <laughs> basketball every 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 week. And, and it was horrible because we'd go play basketball for exercise and then we'd go to Taco Bell, you know, for, for um, afterwards. And so it, it sort of defeated the whole purpose. Uh, and then we wised Transformed. up. Transformed. Um, uh, and we started playing beach volleyball, which became a regular tradition for many, many years. Year, a good 10 years at least. We played We never got Saturday. better. We were no, always awful. We were terrible. But, but, but we played. And, no, we got better. We got better. We I got mean, better. when we started, we played with like six or eight on a team. Well, you and I were good. You and I were good. Seriously. Well, we were we were pretty okay. good. We could spike, and we had great <laughs> serves. But it was fun. It was a great. It was, you know, it, it, that competitive spirit. It's just fun to be out outdoors with your friends. In the volleyball uh, game of the blind, the one-eyed man is brilliant. <laughs> well, you know, it, 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 it's so fun. <laughs> That's really funny. Well, the, uh, at the you, neighboring courts, yeah. there's you know, literally Olympic trainees, you know, next to us practicing. Right. Yeah. yeah. And yeah, we're yeah. sitting there like, hey! I would always tell people, you know, look for the really, you know, good looking guys who you're spiking the ball with their shirts off and we're the guys next to them. Yeah. Right. You know, that's how you can find us. And it was funny because after volleyball, we had a whole tradition after volleyball, we'd then go to cozy Mel's, the late lamented cozy Mel's where we'd have nachos and uh, queso and, and clog up our arteries. But <laughs> it was, uh, it was great. And then after that, we would then go to Toys R Us, mm-hmm. which is also gone now. And, and go shopping for toys. And then we'd go to Best Buy, which is across from the Toys R Us. So it was a full meal. It was a full day of, of, of activity. And it combined all our passions. And sadly, those days have, have sort I, of- I can't believe we did that almost every single Saturday. Probably about 45 every, Saturdays a year, unless it was raining or a major holiday. Yeah. Or, or super windy. Although there yeah. were a couple of times we went down there only to find out it was super windy and attempted to play, yeah. much to uh, our, our chagrin. But yeah, my only sport was uh, competitive beer chugging. I once letter in it. Oh yeah, I, I absolutely did. <laughs> at uh, at Comic Con a couple of years ago, um, I was hanging out at one of the the hotels, and there's this very large Canadian actor who was there, and Will Rod Shatner. No, uh, and no, no, Steve Basic, and uh, Rod Roddenberry was there, mm, and I was close. They were they were foolish enough to to challenge me to uh, to a beer chugging competition. Are you and challenging I, me to a duel? Uh, exactly. <laughs> and I utterly crushed them. Oh, did and, you? Yeah, utterly crushed them. And and Steve, you know, he's Canadian. Drinking beer is like the yeah. national pastime. He's like, how did that happen? I said, hey, man, I went to college in the United States of America. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I got to ask you before we start Sports Week, favorite sport, favorite team? Oh. Darren? Uh, it would have to be the, uh, one of only two sport events that I've ever gone to, which was uh, baseball at Wrigley Field with the Chicago Cubs yeah. back before they had lights. Sure. Mm. And no, that's it great. was great. You know, an afternoon in the fresh air, uh, the friendly confines of Wrigley Field. Yeah. Right down the block from Pertillo's. That's correct. <laughs> Home of the Italian beef sandwich. Oh, man, I love my Pertillo's. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mr. Uh, Mr. Steve Melching. I, did, I didn't really have a team growing up. I, you know, my dad you was moved around Force. so much. Yeah, we moved around, and we lived in places that didn't have professional sports franchises like Omaha. 
the closest thing was Kansas City, so you maybe had the Royals or the Chiefs. Ugh. And then we moved to Hawaii. Hawaii didn't have any professional right, sports. No. And we moved to Virginia. Professor Virginia. hula hooping or yeah, hula yeah, yeah, exactly. dancing. Uh, Virginia had the uh, the Redskins. Uh, they didn't have the baseball team yet, the Nationals. And then we moved to Colorado, but we were kind of far away from Denver. And at yeah. the time, Denver just had the Broncos. They didn't have a baseball team yet. I guess they had the Nuggets. So but that I, sounds like I, a disease. I was always <laughs> the Nuggets. <laughs> I got a got bad the case of the Nuggets. <laughs> uh, but I, I'd say I was a, kind of a lifelong fan of the Dodgers because my parents were both from born in L.A. and my grandparents all lived in the L.A. area and they were Dodger fans. Yeah. So I, I kind of followed the Dodgers and I still try to follow them when I can. That's uh, that's two uh, big baseball uh, uh, votes for baseball, which uh, you know some is a dying sport and yet here it's very well represented. What about you, Ashley? Uh, my sport is is football. My uh, my family is originally from Western Pennsylvania, and so I bleed black and gold mm. Pittsburgh Steelers. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. So vote for football. And I have to say, you know, I've always been a baseball fan. I'm a Mets fan, long suffering Mets fan. So uh, you know, that's kind of my my thing. I I would go nowhere near hockey because my brother played ice hockey, and I always had to go his practices at five in the morning, and it pissed me off. But I would play when he would go to Abe Stark Arena in Coney Island to practice. They had a Star Trek, uh, the Klingon attack game. Uh, so I, I, I and, it's not and, a sport. Well, yeah, it was, it was for me. <laughs> and uh, I, I destroyed many Klingon cruisers over the course of my brother's hockey seasons. Uh, okay, so this is Sports Week, and we're about to talk about the greatest sports movies. Well, no, actually, I shouldn't say that. Not the greatest sports movie. The the movies that we want to curate for a sports movie week. And as Steve is very fond of pointing out, we're not programming the greatest movies of all time. We're programming ones that we the enjoy. perfect right. meal ones we love. that we enjoy, that we feel may be, in some cases, overlooked. We want to share That also you. blend together into a tasty souffle. <laughs> right. So, right. Um, for example, like Cloak and Dagger goes... <laughs> With everything, it's paired. It goes with <laughs> nothing <laughs> except Dabney Coleman week. That's it. <laughs> and Henry Thomas week. nine to five. Uh, yes, yeah, Steve. So why don't you start us off, Steve? On Monday, it's strike one. Yeah, you know it's funny. I you know I I I like playing sports. I don't really like watching professional sports that much, but I do like sports movies. Like you know, there's uh, sports movies are just inherently dramatic. You know, there's. Generally, uh, you know, the, a big game or a season of games, and you're or or a, a fight or a match or something, and you're it's that great drama of, you know, athlete against athlete or team against team, and and uh, you know if you have team sports or you know you have this interesting array of characters around them, and it, it can create a really wide variety of stories. Mine, uh, my pick is a movie from 1977 called Slapshot. Oh, excellent choice. A hockey movie. My Uh, brother will be very happy. (laughs) And I've never played hockey. Uh, Maybe a little floor hockey in high school gym class, but uh, don't watch hockey. But I love this movie. It's uh, it's directed by George Roy Hill, who, of course, uh, directed Butch Butch Cassidy Sundance Kid and The Sting. It was written by a woman, uh, interestingly, a woman named Nancy Dowd, whose brother was a... uh, a, uh, a hockey player in uh, the minor leagues in in Pennsylvania, actually, um, and uh, it, the screenplay was actually nominated for the WGA award. Uh, I learned uh, as I what it lose to Annie Hall seventy seven. Uh, you know, it was in the comedy category, so it might have might have lost to Annie Hall. Um, but this movie stars Paul Newman, uh, Michael Antkeen from oh, Twin Peaks, yeah, of course. 
uh, Struther Martin, M. Emmett Walsh, Melinda Dillon, uh, um, and uh, Paul Dooley. Uh, Paul Never Newman plays the wrong podcast. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Paul Newman plays the player coach of the of this uh, salad dressing. The Charleston Chiefs, this failing. A minor league hockey team in this industrial town that's slowly dying away, and uh, the the big town factory is closing down, and the team fears that the team will be disbanded. The players mm-hmm. fear the team will be disbanded, so they they're they're kind of giving up hope, but um, they realize during a game that um, on ice violence is attracting the crowd, and they feel if. They can get enough crowd enthusiasm behind them that maybe mm-hmm. the owner of the team will sell them and they can move to another city and continue playing hockey. So they recruit this trio of brothers from the Iron League, these thugs, these these um, what do they call them goons. Uh, the um, the uh, 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 oh gosh, what's uh, the uh, the brother? My God, I blanked on the name of the brothers. The uh... they're always so prepared, Steve. How have you failed us? <laughs> I know. I can't believe they, they even have action figures. It's one thing them. if I don't know what I'm talking the, uh, about. The, but uh, only the, glad uh, that I was Hansen here brothers, to see it. The Hanson yeah. brothers, which who are who are based on uh, uh, real brothers in hockey. Actually, two of the brothers are brothers, played by brothers in, in the film. Perhaps you remember the band Hanson. It's <laughs> <laughs> it's right there in front of me the whole time. Yeah. Um, uh, but. Uh, they uh, they initially resist playing these goons because it's an affront to the you know the old time hockey the real hockey right, yeah. that they want to play and and Michael Ankeen in particular is sort of a you know a, doesn't want to go down into the gutter that way um, but they realize that this is the only way they're going to save the team so they end up playing these guys and the games get bloodier and bloodier and and uh, it's just a really fun movie there's uh, you know, interesting plots with uh, their wives and girlfriends. And, um, you know, you follow the team on their tour of their what may be their last season and to a, a really great game where the opposing team recruits all of these borderline criminals to, to, you know, bring these guys out of retirement to basically create this bloodbath on the ice. And it's just a really entertaining movie. It's a great movie. It's so much fun. George Roy Hill is a great, a wonderful director. Paul Newman is delightful in it. It's raunchy and it's really wild gritty. It's got that and... '70s, you know, uh, rural Rust Belt uh, dreariness, grit. Oh, grit. Yeah. Totally. It, 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 and it's it's great. And it you know it's so funny because. You, know, you say, oh, great hockey movies. It's a very short list. And, <laughs> yeah. uh, you know, I, some people would say the, uh, you know, the Rick Moranis. Uh, uh, Look, I'm your father, eh? <laughs> you know, uh, but 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 Slapshot to me is the great is the great hockey movie. I mean, you have a couple of things like Miracle about the Miracle on Ice and stuff. But I I think when you say hockey movies, the the the, the thing that springs to mind is uh, it's not Strange Brew, it's not Miracle, yeah. it's it's it's. Um, it's I, not the Mighty Ducks. I actually it's not haven't the Mighty seen Slapshot. You you make me want mm. to see it. But oh, you I like it? I love hockey movies. Like I just love them. I don't know why. I think it's just because of the action is different than anything else that you see. Just the way that everything moves on the ice. And it's and it's the way it's filmed is great because they're out there on the ice like the camera operator is handheld skating. You know, he's clearly skating around with them and really these great low angles sweeping across the ice following the it's players. It's more like watching a dog fight than, <laughs> yeah. than watching a sport. And it's so violent. I mean, when yeah. you first kind of meet the Hanson brothers and they're getting ready for a game, they're in the so locker room. <laughs> 
and they're like taping tinfoil to their knuckles in preparation of getting And it's lights. funny, it reminds me that, you know, growing up, you know, I had this massive VCR library. It was a combination of stuff I bought, a VHS, and then uh, movies I taped off HBO. My brother had one VHS. It was Slapshot. It <laughs> was the only movie he owned on, you know, and I had this enormous library of tapes, you know, that I bought, and I, I, Ira had Slapshot. <laughs> and it featured a song, very, uh, very popular. Uh, what's the title? It's All Right, uh, Get Right Back, where we started oh, from. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a, kind of a, a running song throughout the movie. So, Slapshot, check it out if Great you haven't seen it. You, you might not have seen it because it is wait. 40 years old. I'll so. give my report. <laughs> on uh, on Twitter. Excellent. Another great movie from 1977. And there's a good Blu-ray of it out, by the way. Okay, awesome. Darren Doctorman, Tuesday. Tuesday. Well, Tuesday. I'm I'm uh, my usual picks in these instances are sort of uh, you know classic movies from when we were young, and that is the same thing today. <laughs> um, the mythology of particularly in America baseball. Baseball has, Ray. Baseball, baseball Ray. It's not that movie. Um, <laughs> it has never been rendered, in my opinion, as uh, as epically or as poetically as this movie from 1984, Barry Levinson's The Natural. God damn it, yeah. you did it again! <laughs> Stop stealing my movies, document! Okay, I I hear I second the motion. Yeah. <laughs> so you like that one, huh? I, I yeah I love I what love. What else the you got, kid? I love the natural. Da -da. Ba -ba -ba -ba. Oh, and that score! Oh my God, by Randy Newman. Randy Newman's <laughs> oh, uh, so great. You know, amazing score. Uh, it's every frame is beautiful. It was shot by Caleb Deschanel. Yeah, the great um, cinematographer. And. It just looks gorgeous. There is a gauze over everything, but it's all it's all as if it came out of mythology. Mm -hmm. And it is beautiful. Uh, Robert Redford is Roy Hobbs, who was a prodigy as a child. He was a, a great ball player. When he was younger, he... Uh, he was on a train with uh, the character called the Whammer, which was a uh, Babe Ruth, Ruth yeah. stand-in. Yeah. Um, and uh, in a David versus Goliath moment, he strikes him out with three pitched balls. And at that moment, he gets targeted by this crazy woman who— Barbara Hershey, right? Barbara Hershey, yeah. who's playing this character called Harriet Bird. And um, she basically, uh, well, this is a spoiler. So if you don't want to hear, go away. Go away. <laughs> okay. Have you seen the movie now? Good. <laughs> um, she does something that basically stops his career for 25 years. We rejoin him later when he's a much older man, starting out in the Bush Leagues, uh, as a rookie, and it's amazing. He uh, he has this uh, bat that he made when he was a kid called Wonder Boy, and it's all as if it comes out of uh, you know Greek mythology. It's uh, symbolic and it's magical. And what happens during the film is great. Um, see it. It is amazing, and it makes 
you know, it makes something that I really don't really care about, which is baseball. It makes me wish that I loved baseball. <laughs> so I, I, I got, I, I completely agree. I love it. You know, the um, national pastime baseball is our most mythological. It's imbued with the most mythology. It's the most epic uh, of, of all our sports. You know, it, it harkens back. Uh, yeah, like you said, but it, the, the natural captures all that. There've been more realistic baseball movies. Mm-hmm. There've been more, you know, steeped in reality. But what I love about it, it's a fable. It's a fantasy. Yeah. I mean, when he hits that home run and the lights are exploding, <laughs> and it, 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 you know, Caleb Deschanel is one of my favorite DPs of all time. I, just, you know, that score is 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 amazing. I I I I love that score. He, you know, he did a couple of really great movie scores. He did Avalon after that, which mm-hmm. is also great. But. Um, I just I and I had the same feeling. I'm not. I'm. I'm I like baseball probably more than any other sport. But um, I wasn't like a cra- a crazy baseball fan. But I am just crazy about that movie. Kim Bassinger is great in it. Mm-hmm. Um, Darren McGavin. It's a wonderful underdog story. Robert Prosky. Oh yeah, yeah. Every, every, Darren McGavin is really great in that. <laughs> He's great. Yeah. He he, yeah. he plays this really kind of shifty character. Um, Robert Duvall is in it. He's mm-hmm. great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, as when I first saw it as a, you know, a much younger man, uh, I really enjoyed it, but certainly now, you know, in my later years, it has so much more weight and meaning to me now. Well, that's because they say there are no second acts in Hollywood or in life. And Roy Hobbs had a second act and he was successful. He didn't give up. And everyone was poo-pooing and naysayers and said, you know, can't be done and making fun. You know, well, who is this this old man to yeah. think that he can play, you know, in major league? Yeah. Welcome and, to the majors, Mr. And, Hobbs. And, uh, you know, it's remarkable. And um, I love that movie. It's beautifully directed by Barry Levinson. Uh, I can't say enough good things about it. I think it's a great choice. We're two for two, by the way. Because I haven't seen The Natural either. Really? Wow. Yes. So this is turning into That's the week awesome. where I actually need to be watching the movies <laughs> that we are curating. That's great. I, yeah, I mean, I think it'd be I, awesome. I mean that. Yeah. I think that's great. And yeah. I, I, I really want to see your reaction to these. No, I'm excited. And I, I'm glad that you didn't spoil what Barbara Hershey does. Yeah. I'm assuming it's not like she burns his nuts off with like a toaster or something. So That's exactly what happens. <laughs> yeah. um, by the way, I'm, I'm looking at uh, our, our Twitter feed. And Gentleman Rody uh, just posted, he's talking about our uh, movies to be thankful for. Another great podcast. Hearing Ashley wax on about some of the underlying metaphors about Wizard of Oz reminded me of the way he used the reading of the book in the episode Goodbye to All from the Sarah Connor Chronicles. I really missed that show. Deep cut. Very deep cut. <laughs> How about our fans? I, right? I love <laughs> Are that... we certain that this gentleman roadie person isn't- Is Zach, his assistant in the back, uh, <laughs> tweeting on- uh... <laughs> No, that's awesome. No, because gentleman roadie was a fan of the show before he hired Zach. Wow. So, um, <laughs> that's go. really, that's nice, isn't it? Yeah, it's yeah. very nice. Yeah. Makes me happy, actually. Oh, and, cool. you know, speaking of the natural, I, I hadn't seen it until about- Eight or ten years ago, uh, I you know I, I was well aware of it, I, but for some reason one of those movies that just slipped you through just the cracks, it, yeah. I just missed it. And I remember Darren was was talking about it, uh, and uh, that inspired me to uh, buy the uh, buy it on disc and, and watch it. And I agree, it's it's terrific. I mean, you know, there's great stories like Casey at the Bat, you know, like these legendary baseball mm-hmm. stories, and you know, and and the stories of Babe Ruth, who were these larger than life characters. And I just love the fact that this is a baseball movie that takes place on this canvas that's larger than life and 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 robert redford you know is just so wonderful in it because he's americana 
Yeah. You know, and it just it's a great movie. I I I I I can't recommend it enough. If people like Ashley who haven't seen it, they should absolutely. Even if you're not a baseball fan, it's it's a really wonderful film. And that brings us, speaking of, and maybe you can recommend a film you did see for Wednesday. <laughs> I, I was going to continue the pattern and recommend something I haven't seen. Um, actually, you know, it was, it's funny that uh, it's weird, Gentleman Rhodey's tweet, because he mentioned me waxing on, but he left part uh-huh. of that sentence out, waxing off. off, which you have to say very carefully, uh, because my entry... Um, for this week, for Sports Week, is uh, was one of my very favorite movies when I was a kid. I like rented that movie over and over and over again. I watched it like pretty much on infinite loop. Um, I you know, and I could still watch it that way today. It's like it was one of my great pleasures sharing that movie with my nine year old. Um, who thought there might have been a little too much love stuff. <laughs> but like my nine year old, uh, the Karate Kid. Oh yes. Part two. Directed by John Appleton, who directed Rocky. uh, And it has that sort of Rocky vibe. It uh, it follows um, Daniel LaRusso from New Jersey, who comes out to to Los Angeles. Uh, I think he moves to Reseda. Oh, he He does. does. Yes, he does. He's from Reseda. Living in Um, Reseda. And uh, he quickly discovers what a a different world the valley (laughs) can be. Um, he falls in love with the radiant and luminous Elizabeth Shue, um, and he, he runs afoul of, of, uh, of somebody I think, like, in retrospect, we all appreciate more and more, especially now, um, Billy Zabka, William mm. Zabka, who, you know, 30 years later, completely- Oscar-winning Oscar. Uh, did he win Zabka an Oscar? For a short film, I believe. Did he really? Yes. God bless him. Because that guy, like, in Cobra Kai, which is the ultimate Karate Kid sequel, is amazing. But- By the way, yes. It's, yeah, absolutely. Cobra Kai is fantastic. Sorry to Yeah, it's that. a totally great show. And uh, the, the point of all this is that, that Billy Zabka and his a-hole friends are all part of this, like, really- nasty dojo um called cobra kai and uh and they do like the all valley karate tournament <laughs> every year and uh and daniel like thinks that he knows karate because he read it read it in book read it in book <laughs> and uh he gets his ass handed to him but he's saved by the gardener at his apartment complex uh mr miyagi um who did win an oscar uh, yeah. That year for playing uh, uh, Pat Morita, who, mm. who did win an Oscar for playing that role, um, and their relationship is so wonderful. Um, and what's great about the movie is it's not just about oh, and this kid like you know learns karate and then it, he uses a super move at the end and he wins. It's it's also about he wins. Yeah. Spoiler well, alert. Spoiler alert. Thanks, oh, Spoiler Ashley. alert. LaRusso wins. <laughs> well, um, you know, I mean, look, in Rocky, Rocky doesn't win, so you know, you what? Don't know, you There's don't a chance know. that he might not. Um, Daniel LaRusso's going to fight? Yeah. It's, it, it, look, that whole third act is a, is amazing. Um, and He just loved that Mako was in it from Conan. Yeah, I totally do. But uh, no, I, look, oh, it's not. It's Pat Marino. No, Mako wasn't yeah. in it. It's oh not. Mako's not in it. He loved that Mako wasn't in it from I, Conan. I was so was happy Mako wasn't happy in that days. movie. Uh, but no, my, my favorite scene in that movie is the simplest. Um, you know, Daniel is trying to get his head around Mr. Miyagi and kind of what makes this guy tick. And we kind of learn some things about him, um, you know, that he, you know, he's Japanese American. His family was pulled into an internment camp, uh, you know, lost everything. And 
And there's just this moment where Daniel, like, you know, comes across him. He's been, you know, he's been drinking. Uh, not Daniel. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Yagi's yeah. been drinking, and he's, like, at the shrine, like, for his family. Um, and you just realize all the loss this man has experienced. Um, and and you realize what Daniel means to him. Mm-hmm. And it's this transformative moment in the story because that's really the moment that Daniel just sort of surrenders to the teaching and understands what it is that Mr. Miyagi is giving him um, and understands what this movie is about. And that's the moment that um, I think that Daniel earns his his victory in the third act. And it's so moving. It's so great. Uh, it's so well made. Um, and it had a bunch of crappy sequels. Well, I kind of like Karate Kid too. But you like the next Karate Kid with Hilary Swank? Not really. I it just none of them hit it for me, like in the way that that first movie did. Yeah. And the, but again, I love Cobra Kai. And if you have not seen Cobra Kai, y- you could not watch Karate Kid and still get Cobra Kai. It's such a great show. Yeah, Cobra Kai was the is the sequel that we never really knew we wanted and never thought could happen. It's just a a perfect sequel to uh, to the Karate Kid that reunites. You know uh, the some of the original cast and in, in reprising their roles and, and brings in a new generation. It's absolutely fabulous. I think the second season, as we're recording this, is in production. It might be out by the time, or, yeah. or well, maybe close to it coming out. Uh, and it's it's weirdly very quotable. Oh my God! It's endless. You mean yeah. the Karate Kid the movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Endlessly sure. quotable. Yeah. So I quote it all the time. Sweep the leg. <laughs> Get him a body bag. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wax on, wax off. You know, uh, uh, if done correctly, is no defense. Yeah. Don't know. Never been attacked by a tree. <laughs> I mean, so many great lines. There is no fear in this dojo. Yeah. Yes, sensei. Uh, I was. <laughs> it's one of the first thing I thought when I when I started dating the woman that became my wife. She lived in Reseda, and of course, the first thing I thought is Reseda. That's the home of the Karate Kid, <laughs> and you know our house is about two miles from the Larusso apartment building. And I drive past it all the time when I go to uh, Five Guys for uh, <laughs> to, to get a hamburger. People um, are triangulating <laughs> your actual location yeah. right now, so be careful. You just doxed yourself. Here <laughs> oh, yeah, comes the Twitter feed now. Mm. We no, like I, it. I, I, Gentleman Rody has some things he's yeah. going to address with you in person. You know, <laughs> I, I was you know I was a teenager when that movie came out. Uh, it felt cor- a little corny to me at the time when I saw it, but I still liked it. And there was something about it that kept drawing me back. And I like Ashley. I always watched that movie over and over again on tape, or you know, I got the laser disc, have it on Blu-ray. It's just super eight. Uh, Super 8, <laughs> Viewmaster. Uh, it's it's just a great feel-good movie, great characters, great r- relationships between, you know, master and, and student, and also the, uh, you know, with Elizabeth Shue, and, and uh, you know, just a tremendous, fun movie. Yeah, no, it's 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 it's, it's great, and it's, it's, again, iconic. So much that we remember in dialogue and... and uh, you know, it's a great movie for if you have kids, show them, and and um, has a great, great message, lessons, yeah, great absolutely. lessons. It's a it's it's it's, it's a delightful film. Um, that brings us to Thursday. Thursday, and I literally changed my pick in the midst of this podcast. I, else I I, I can, well, it, I know I think I think you might have seen this because you know there there there's so many legendary athletes that have been the subject of films, whether it's uh, Gary Cooper as Lou Gehrig. Um, uh, um, you know, there's the, 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 all these these cla- the, the story of Miracle on Ice. Um, we talked about that, the Mighty Ducks. Um, but perhaps there is no more 
uh, worshipped and justly lauded uh, athlete than uh, the great Jonathan E., the star of Rollerball. Um, <laughs> oh. And, uh, uh, I, you know, that was going to be my pick, uh, Rollerball. Uh, you know, which is a Norman Jewison film. He's doing it again. again. But but no no. <laughs> I, 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 but you know, I that, that was going to be my pick, and I I'm changing it. No, I'm not. I have one film that I've decided on, and I don't know where it came from. Because the it, was, natural. it was not on my list. No. <laughs> well, that was my pick. That's why I'm a little thrown off my game here uh-huh. because I had the natural. Then it was going to be Rollerball, but I, I this is my pick. Are you ready? Nope. Lay it on us. Heaven can wait. That's a great. I had that on, on my alternates. Absolutely. Oh, did you? Yes, I That's did. So funny. Yeah, it's right here. Okay, heaven can wait. Warren Beatty plays this uh, pro football player. Uh, Joe who, Templeton. Joe Templeton. Uh, Love it. Directed by the great Buck Henry. Yep. And it's a remake uh, uh, of uh, Here Comes Mr. Jordan. Uh, James uh, Mason plays uh, Mr. Jordan. Mr. Jordan. Can we hear from James Mason? Mr. Templeton, unfortunately, there's been an accident, and uh, your body doesn't really exist anymore. So uh, Warren Beatty is killed. He was not supposed to be killed. Uh, basically, he got swiped out by an angel uh, who um, wanted Henry. to spare him, Buck Henry, uh, the agony of being killed in a car accident. But he would have survived. And um, so now they need to find a new body for him. And he's put in the body of this uh, ne'er-do-well multimillionaire, uh, whose wife, uh, Diane Cannon, I believe, yes. is having an affair with uh, uh, Charles Grodin, and they, they want to kill this guy. So meanwhile, he all he wants to do is buy the football team and get put on the team uh, by his old coach, Jack Warden, right. and uh, meanwhile, they're trying to kill him. It is so funny and so charming, and it is this beautiful love story with uh, Julie, Julie Christie, Christie that, and, and a very melancholy ending, which I won't spoil. Mm-hmm. Um but what's so wonderful is when he's trying. I mean, they all think he's insane because this, this, they all see him as this old multimillionaire guy. And you know, when he convinces Jack Warden that it's really him, him. oh my it, god, it's, it's such it's a great. great scene. And I just love Heaven Can Wait. I saw it in the same theater as Star Trek: The Motion Picture, um, 1978, I believe. I think uh, it was 77. I think it was 77. Okay, I think we're going to have to go to IMDb. 78 so, sounds right to me. But uh, then again, I haven't actually seen this movie. What? <laughs> Excellent. I have to say, <sighs> have you? Three for three. Oh, Jesus. I haven't wow. Seen. Oh, my God. This is a new record for us. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We're going to lose a lot our of work ahead. I am yes, certainly I do. Aware, I'm actually excited. Uh, I remember, again, I remember the comic book ads for this movie right? in the back page of the comic book. 1978. Yep. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Okay. I know of it, and now with this this double recommendation. Uh. Oh, it's so great. It's so charming. It's so fun. Uh, it, it, Warren Beatty's great in yep. it. You know, and unpretentious. Everyone's great. Everyone's, Everyone's great. Everyone's great. Jack Warden is awesome in it. And, uh, and Oh, it's, it's it's so much so fun. fun. And, you know, it's a sports movie because, you know, he, he, he buys a, he played on a football team. He buys a football team. He's it's trying to get back it's on the, the LA Rams. The, it's the LA Rams, yep. And uh, it, it is. Again. It, it, it is in, it's just great. It's just great. It's old fashioned seventies, fun, really smart. Buck Henry is great in it and and directing it. Um, and that's why uh, I was Henry li- directed I, it. That's, that's I, why. I literally I love Buck Henry. was all about going with Rollerball. 
you know, because it had Pamela Hemsley in it and John Houseman, a lot of people I love. And, you know, I, 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 I really like Rollerball. I mean, I wasn't just being funny, like, oh, it's Sports Week, I'm going to yeah. nominate Rollerball. That, but it's uh, my job. But you're right, exactly. <laughs> I, I'm surprised you missed out on that opportunity. And, I just uh, love Karate but Kid. Then I actually went full on wholesome. I don't know I, where <laughs> Heaven Can Wait came I, from. I think, I think Warren Beatty did some directing on Heaven Can Wait. Yeah, Wake I think too. he did too. Yeah. I think he did too. And, uh, and, um, well, you know, what movie that Warren Beatty, he's such a control freak, did he not? Exactly. You know, um, and uh, so I just I just love Heaven Can Wait. And like I said, it, it was nowhere on my list. It just suddenly hmm. popped into my head um, when we were talking. And uh, As if an angel. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. I just, I and I just love that movie. It, it, it's another movie that was extremely popular at the time it was released. It's not talked about a lot now. Yeah, yeah. And um, they remade it with Chris Rock many years later. It's not very good. Um, and uh, if you have a chance, Paramount put it out on Blu-ray. Uh, it's available for streaming. Um, absolutely check it out because it's, it's a lovely, fun uh, movie. There you, Great. there you go. But boy, do we have so many possibilities for oh, Friday. Yeah. So, so many. So many. Well, to that I say, well, we're waiting. Solar Babies? <laughs> oh, come on. Nobody gets this. Ashley didn't see <laughs> That's it. That's the best. I didn't see it. What was it? Caddyshack. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yes. my God. Caddyshack. Caddyshack. Oh, my God. Such yeah, a good pick. Yeah, yeah. Have you heard... Uh, or read like the the Caddyshack like the behind the scenes. I, I listened to it on. on I just an read the book. Book. That yeah. book. Yeah, it's awesome. I, I read it last summer. It's terrific. Yeah, yeah. yeah but this book uh, is like the making of Caddyshack. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's Caddyshack's it's really great. interesting. It gets into the whole history of the National Lampoon and and all the different figures that came in and out of there. And and it's weirdly and, tragic. Yeah, yeah. It's sad. Yeah. Really sad. Ted Knight, I mean, is so great in that oh, movie. Every performance, yeah. it's just iconic, you know. And just mm-hmm. the, you reading how that movie came right. together was such a, a fiasco. And, and was and it that, a success the, when it came out? Because I know it now it's a beloved no. cult it was, movie. It was but, a disaster when it yeah. came out. Um, the reviews were terrible, and the box office was worse. Um, and uh, it just it, everybody thought they thought they were making the next Animal House, which was a monster hit, yeah. and uh, it just was nothing. Was not. <laughs> yeah, and uh, there, I mean, so many great stories like from that from that book like how they added all the stuff with the gopher at the last second yeah. um, and it feels and, that way though and got yeah. rid of all the you know the caddies yeah yeah oh. basically. <laughs> totally they <laughs> cut down the, the caddy story right. and played up all the, the stuff Bill with the, and the yeah, gopher with Bill oh, and, and, uh, and uh, Roddy Dangerfield but they didn't move Chevy the bodies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well they just they, you know, they didn't really have a, a, a script you know, fi- you know finished script and they just kind of were ad-libbing and they thought they could do no wrong they had this hubris about them that you know of course we're going to make the next monster hit yeah. comedy and yeah, that's interesting you know it's Harold Ramis's first, first directing feature yep. I gotta read, I gotta read that book it's really interesting politics like between uh, Chevy Chase and Bill oh Murray oh my god yeah like just wow yeah, because you know Chevy wants to prove he's funnier than Bill, which will never happen in this lifetime. Or the other. Um, <laughs> he is I, good in the movie. I love is. him in Caddyshack. He, he is. Look, I love him in Foul Play. Yeah. Speaking of great and r- Vacation, from the 70s. I like him in Vacation. Yeah, yeah, I know. Too. I, it's he's just unfortunately flesh. he's his own worst enemy from yeah. all accounts, right? Yeah. yeah. I, I, I thought he was a And also, Bill Murray course, is probably the funniest the, person. The great Cindy Morgan. Oh, yes. Yes. A moment, please. Star Cindy Tron. Morgan. <laughs> Our beloved Cindy Morgan. Hallowed be her name <laughs> and other things. Yes. Oh, my. Um, I 
I mean, look, there's so many. I said I love hockey movies. Uh, if you haven't seen it, and you might not have, um, Sean William Scott is effing amazing oh, in, um, in Goon. Goon, yeah. Goon yeah. Is, oh, and Lee Schreiber is so yeah. great. That it killed just, a pilot of ours. Did it really? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sad hockey. about that, but I'm glad that the movie exists because it just that movie was just so good. And, and Lee Schreiber is amazing. Oh. There's just these. There's this electric scene between him and Sean William Scott. And I can't even, I know it sounds insane that I'm saying there's an electric scene with Sean William Scott, but he's great in this movie. Uh it just I like Sean I William like Scott. Him too. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm glad you because I love Sean William Scott. Um I, I and uh The Rundown, he's amazing. Oh, The Rundown's hilarious. Uh, not it's not a sports movie, but I love Sean William Scott. But uh, The Goon is a great movie basically about a bouncer um who loves hockey who basically gets pulled onto this uh kind of minor league hockey team to be the goon as you sort of mentioned in, in Slapshot uh and it turns out he's great at it he is a metric <laughs> badass and he can take a punch um and they structure the whole thing less like a hockey film and more like a fight film more like rocky mm. like when the, uh, the 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 third act is coming up you know the the conflict isn't really well these two teams are going to face each other on the ice it's like no 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 uh, Sean William Scott and Leif Schreiber are going to get into a fist fight on the ice. We know that, and who's going to walk away? Hmm. Well, since the Super Bowl's this weekend, I thought I should mention a football movie. Black Sunday. Oh, that's really funny. <laughs> that's really funny. John Frankenheimer's uh, terrorist thriller. Um, Based on the Black Thomas Sunday. Harris novel. That was not what I was going to mention, but about the, the dirigible menacing the Super Bowl. <laughs> Two-minute warning. Uh, no, I wasn't going to say Fail that either. Okay. No, I wasn't going to say that either. Inch by inch, we fight for that inch. <laughs> it's Al Pacino giving mm-hmm. an unhinged, over-the-top <laughs> performance in any given Sunday. We, yeah. you know, we, last week we oh. talked about the overheated performances in um, uh, the doors. In the and... doors. Well, this week it's any given Sunday in which Oliver Stone turns football up to eleven, and it's just <laughs> this operatic insanity. Uh, um, and uh, I love any given. Sunday. I liked it too. Mm-hmm. I've I only seen it once, movie, but I liked it. <laughs> And it's weirdly, you're um, reminding me uh, how much I kind of secretly, maybe guilty pleasure, love the Last Boy Scout, <laughs> which which is basically about sports betting yeah, and opens with this yeah. amazing scene where you've got a, a a running back who is desperate to kind of get his touchdown, so desperate he pulls out a gun and he starts uh, yeah, yeah. you know shooting defenders yeah, so he can get it. It's yeah. it's bananas. Ooh, Shane yeah. Black, a million dollar script because of that teaser. Yeah, that's right. Um, I have uh, a I have uh, a couple. Here. You do know that I I, I was thinking of uh, one uh, David S. Ward's Major League. Oh yes. yeah, oh, yeah, sure, sure. absolutely. Um, Charlie Sheen is a Charlie Sheen. It's a it's a guilty pleasure of mine because it's not a great movie. No, it's, a good it's, movie. it's fun. It's, fun. it's fun. Yeah. It's a lot of it's fun. Comedy and there's so many great uh, turns in it by all these great actors. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's uh, it's just so much fun. And you know, watching the Cleveland Indians uh, fight to survive uh, when they're about to be sold is just uh, so much fun. Yeah, I I really like uh, Aaron Sorkin's um, uh, wrote uh, Moneyball. Yes, Moneyball I love Moneyball. Yeah. I, I it's, just think... it's a great movie about math. It's a, it's <laughs> a great entertaining, entertaining movie yeah. about math. Mm-hmm. Brad Pitt's terrific in it. Jonah Hill is great in it. Um, and uh, back when he was Zoftig, and uh, it, it's uh, it's a terrific movie. It's really interesting about how. You know, we we talk about mythologizing baseball with Field of Dreams and The Natural. I don't think we even talked about Field we of Dreams. We haven't talked about but, it. Uh, it's on my list, though. But, yeah. but um, Moneyball is the reality. It's the hangover after the myth. What does he do? And What's the line? What, is, what does he do? He I've gets, only seen it once. You have? Oh, my God. He gets on base. 
That's the whole point of Moneyball. That uh, oh, the, yeah, the, the premise yeah, is yeah, that yeah. Brad Pitt is basically he is, he is drafting people and trading for people, not because like they have amazing stats, but because they have really consistent stats about getting on getting base. On and base. his theory is you get a bunch of these guys together, and the the math just works in your favor. You will just start bringing runs you in. Just push you push them around the push them yeah. around the, it's the bases. Awesome. Yeah. Well, for a movie that represents the business side of sports, uh, Jerry Maguire. Yep. Yeah, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great The things um, we think but do not say. That's right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Jerry Maguire is great, and it's also a great movie about, there's a Hollywood aspect because, of course, it's about sports agent. Right. You know, which is so interesting and how these, these people are commodities, and you think right. you're their friends, and then suddenly you stop earning for them and you're not, <laughs> yeah. or vice versa. Yeah, You start exactly. earning a lot, and you're- Show me, show me the money. money. Yep. Show me the money. Um <laughs> God, I, I can't mention this because it was a, a miniseries for ESPN, um, so it doesn't count, but The Bronx is Burning, based on the great nonfiction novel. It's about New York in the summer of 77, when the Yankees were uh, um, basically, you know, all the, the drama between Billy Martin and Reggie Jackson as they were trying to make the pennant. Meanwhile, Son of Sam was terrorizing New York, right. the blackout, um, uh, the mayoral race with Ed Koch against a, a Beam and Bella right. Abzug and uh, Mario Cuomo. It, it, it was like... It's everything I remember about and my Star childhood Wars. and Star Wars. It's, it's like 1977 was like that that year, and like if you're from New York, it, it was like this. They did such a great job, and they were shooting Superman, and they were shooting Superman. And it, was like, <laughs> it was all there, and, and so the Bronx is burning. It combines sports and movies and politics, and I just I, I love that. But unfortunately, it's a miniseries, so I can't mention it. But let's, if we could, let's talk a little bit about Field of Dreams. Oh, we have oh to. we have Field to, to right. Because it's, again, another sort of mythic. It's, you know, you could also consider it a time travel movie. Mm-hmm. You could. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Because right. it, it has such, it, it's, it's not really a baseball movie. It's a fantastical movie. It's a, it's a fantasy movie. Um, but uh, I just love it. it. There's so many great parts in it. Um, Kevin Costner is, is uh, amazing. Well, it's a great story about fathers and sons as it, well. It is, mm-hmm. it is heart-ripping. Uh, you know, to, you know, even if you'd never wanted to play catch with your dad, um, it's uh, it's wonderful. It's a wonderful story. James wonderful Horner, film. wonderful score. It's great. James Earl Jones gives a great, oh, uh, so great. Oh my comedic, so dramatic great performance. In that, in that Playing film. basically um, this uh, 60s writer who uh, tr- is trying to get away from his past and is finally brought back by Kevin Costner's character. Well, if we're talking about Kevin Costner and baseball, Cole Durham. Cole Durham. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, and also Tin Cup, but, um, which is... Yeah. Women do not get yeah. woolly. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now weary. all of a sudden we're in Ron Shelton land and <laughs> yeah. like white men can't jump. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, Ron Shelton was the king of the sports movie. I mean, Bull Durham is phenomenal. Criterion just came out with mm-hmm. the uh, the Blu-ray uh, 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 on Criterion. Um, but yeah, and Ron Shelton did Blaze, and the, but he did... Uh, he did Tin Cup also, didn't he? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, which is a great movie like about Tink golf. Cup. Yeah. And I, I, I'm not interested in golf unless it's Goldfinger and James Bond playing. <laughs> um, uh, another great baseball movie, The Bad News Bears. Yes, yes. absolutely. Yeah. I love that movie. Uh, the original that was Bad my News Bears. Second right. choice, but I uh, actually kind of, I also kind of like Bad News Bears. Go to Japan. I kind of well, I like Breaking Training. Let yeah. them play. Let them play. Uh, you know, Pride of the Yankees with Gary Cooper is a great yeah. baseball movie. Yeah. Um, you mentioned Field of Dreams. I think that year was also John Sayles' Eight Men Out yeah. yes. about the yeah. Black Sox scandal, uh, which is, you know, he, he had a tight budget, but uh, there's a lot of great stuff, and it's such a great story. And we've tripped over it a couple times. Rocky. 
Yeah. Rocky, of course. We didn't even get to, I mean, you talk about sports movies. Yeah. Rocky, Raging Bull. Raging Bull. I mean, boxing is such fertile ground. Uh, It's gladiatorial. Yeah. Uh, It's the ultimate sports movies. And, you know, you go from the Academy Award winning heights of Rocky, and that was a transformative franchise because then you get to the comic book that is Rocky Three, and it's just as great. Right. You know, my prediction for the fight. Pain. Pain. <laughs> you know, I, I, Rocky I had seen, but I had never seen any of the sequels until fairly recently. Really? And I just watched them all in a short period of time. And I like Rocky too. I, Rocky II is good. It was a great twist on it um, about how he was dealing with the fallout mm-hmm. from the first film. No, Rocky Three, like you said, turns into this cartoon, but it's so entertaining. It's so entertaining. And, and then you Rocky know, Four gets even crazier. Rocky yeah. Three is the unsung classic of yeah. 1982. Because we talk about the legends mm. of 82, Blade Runner, E.T., Star Trek Two, you know, uh, Tron, Tron, all that yeah. stuff. But Rocky Three was 1982, also yeah. another classic from 1982. Yeah, I, I, the How insane is it that? Yeah, and we also, if we're talking about sports movies, boxing movies, sequels to Rocky Creed, and Creed then Creed is Two is a goddamn sequel to Rocky Four. Yeah. What? That's insane. What I reality are we living it, it, it's in? It's insane. We're, we're skipping over Rocky Balboa. It was, is fantastic. Great. Yes. Yep, Rocky right. Balboa is great, and yep. it's being forgotten because yeah. of how, how good Creed, Creed is. is. Yeah, yeah. But that's don't a good point. Don't forget Rocky Balboa. Rocky yeah. Balboa, he is reinvented. And when people, because after Rocky Five, and I would have, uh, argue after Rocky Four, that franchise was dead. Yeah. I, I mean, people forget because who knew it had so much mileage left oh in my it. god like, you got at least four three great films you know there's that. a 20 minute training montage of clips yeah. from other movies to fill it out <laughs> to its meager 70 minute running time but uh <laughs> you know it, it, it it's amazing what yeah. stallone did with rocky balboa and then now what ryan coogler did with creed and uh as a producer on creed 2 it's just who would have thought that was a no, franchise? It came out of nowhere, and I, I loved it. And uh, as we're recording this, Creed Two is about to come out in theaters. I'll be there opening weekend. Really looking forward to that. Yeah. Now, we didn't talk about Solar Babies, <laughs> which is our dystopian sports movie. Um, Rollerball is it? Well, Rollerball is too, I guess. <laughs> and Rollerball is a much better movie. Solar Babies is unwatchable. Yes. Gleaming um, the Cube. There's, yeah, a, there's the a few... Uh, uh, a string of sports comedies we haven't we we could mention sure. uh, the Ballad of Ricky Bobby, uh, uh, Talladega Nights. <laughs> yeah, Dodge Ball. Yeah. I like Dodgeball. Kingpin. Kingpin. Yep. Uh, 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 a League of Their Own. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like Le- There's apparently there's no enthusiasm in baseball either. <laughs> Dodgeball has Shatner in it. Dodgeball, Dodgeball has Shatner in it, which makes it great. Ben Stiller and Shatner. So um, you know, and Rip Torn is so oh, funny. So yeah, you can dunk a wrench. You can dunk, dunk a ball. It's just like uh, dodge a ball. It, it's 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 really funny. That's a movie. That sounded misguided in every respect. And, I then, mean, when, and then you watch it, and it's really fun. Yeah. The L for love. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what's a funny comedy you may not remember? I used to watch on the 4-3 movie yeah. every year, every spring. Ray Milland, and it happens every spring. And this is where he oh. put like this tonic on uh, baseball. He's a scientist, so he was unhittable. So he becomes this <laughs> major league Sensation, sort of like Roy Hobbs, but the comedy version as a pitcher. And uh, then one day somebody uses the tonic by accident on their hair. So he runs out of the tonic that he puts on the ball. So now he's going to have to pitch for real without having his secret. But I want to see the movie about the dude with frictionless hair. 
it, it was charming. Now, I haven't seen it in many, many years. It probably doesn't hold up, but I, I always loved watching that every spring, uh, you know, as pitchers and catchers were coming back and getting ready for the beginning of the baseball season. It, it's one of those, you know, things you look back at. To me, it was like sort of the miracle on 34th Street of the baseball season. Right. I, I'm going to throw another one out. Breaking Away. Oh, my yeah. God, Breaking oh, Away is yeah. so How great. I missed that? Robin Douglas from Galactica 1980. <laughs> Another one I haven't seen. From the director. Oh, Breaking Away is really good. high on my yeah. list. Breaking Away is really see. good yeah. and is much better than Krull. <laughs> and Dennis Christopher's in it, who played and a Jemadar, I think. spin around. <laughs> Except it's bicycle wheels, not cool weapons. He played a Vorta, Dennis Christopher, I think. Did he really? But Breaking Away is a really good. I mean, it's like, it's a really great movie about competitive bicycle racing. Right. Um, Wait, was that Jackie Earl Haley in, uh, in Breaking Away? Yeah. And who was and also Bears, in Bad News Bears? Bad News yeah. Bears yeah. It's Jackie Earl Haley week. I remember a couple years ago, he was like in everything again. Yeah. Like he suddenly made yeah. this huge comeback and like he was in everything. Um, and then he wasn't. Don't forget he... uh, Rudy. Rudy. Yeah, Rudy. Or Hoosiers. Oh, God, yeah. Right. Wasn't that. Um, that was that incredible year for uh, Dennis Hopper, yeah. where he was in Blue Velvet yeah. and Hoosiers. Yeah. Right? Could not imagine two more disparate uh, roles. And then that. River's or, Edge or after River's that. Edge, yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, Chariots of Fire, oh, yeah. Oscar right. winner. Chariots of Fire. Uh, Nigel Havers, who for like, I think, am I wrong, that for like 10 minutes when uh, Jean-Vivre Bougeot like grapped out on, uh, on Voyager, yeah. like they nearly cast... Um, Nigel Havers is a male captain yes, on that show. That's oh. right. That's right. I think we should do the rest of the podcast in slow motion. I was so furious when that Vangela score beat John Williams Raiders of the Lost Ark for the Oscar. I still am furious about that. I mean, I like that song. I don't know. It's no Raiders of the Lost Ark. I know. But then again, you know, remember when a little romance beat Star Trek the Motion Picture? There was no justice in Mudville. It's like, oh my God. The Wrestler. Oh yeah, oh, Mickey Rourke's terrific. big comeback film. That was uh, you know, by Dennis Aronofsky. Uh, Dennis Aronofsky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> His little brother. By, Dennis. Darren the Menace Aronofsky. Um <laughs> And you know, as a movie like Friday Night Lights was an okay movie, but it spawned a television series that was phenomenal. And I I really don't care that much about football, especially high school football, right. and I don't really care that much about high school drama. And I don't really care about Texas. Or Texas, <laughs> but this TV, the TV, the movies is is good. The TV show is fantastic. If you haven't seen Friday Night Lights, I, uh, I would completely second that motion. I'm not a huge fan of the Peter Berg movie, but the TV show is phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. I, 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 and and it's a subject you wouldn't think you, as you said, no. be interested in high totally school football. Totally gripping. It's I was so it great. Went a little bit off the rails in season two. They realized they it and they on, course corrected. Oh my god! And, uh, that show until the end is is brilliant. Brian uh, unlike Sola. another uh, sports TV show, Bay City Blues, which was Stephen <laughs> Bochco's oh baseball goodness. show after Hill Street Blues with Sharon Stone, young Sharon Stone, who gave me this pen. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Second prize, God, a set of steak knives. There's so many great sports movies. I mean, I think we, we, we've we mentioned a lot of them. We've probably missed some, and we sure. invite our audience to uh, remind us, us. But we're uh, going to have to decide yeah. what that Friday movie is. And... Um, We've heard all the. I, I'm kind of leaning mm. towards Rocky. Yeah, I, I think I am yeah, too. Yeah, that's a good one. It's a good week for and, John Abbott, and especially since it, yes, have yes. we ever had other than in a director, you know, like a Spielberg week, a director repeat in the same week? I don't. I don't think we I have. I don't think so. 
And so, we've certainly never had as many films that Ashley has never seen before. That's no. for sure. <laughs> Ashley has some homework to do yes, this Yes, I weekend. do. I'm actually really excited about that. <laughs> you know, I, and I'd like to know by the time this, this uh, episode goes live or drops, as the kids say, um, <laughs> why, we'd love you to put on Twitter what you actually think of these movies that you haven't seen. Maybe you can see them by the time the episode, uh, it's going to air Super Bowl weekend. It's going live Super Bowl weekend. I will weekend. do exactly that. That'd be great. Okay, so Monday. Monday was Slapshot. Tuesday, The Natural. Wednesday, The Karate Kid. Thursday, It's Not Rollerball, It's Heaven Can Wait. <laughs> and Friday, It's dun, dun, Rocky. Dun, dun, dun. Go the distance with Rocky. Gonna fly now, <laughs> but we gotta fly now. So uh, we may have to fly now, but we'll be back next Friday <laughs> with an all new episode of the 430 Movie, wherever you listen to podcasts. Meanwhile, we hope you'll check out our sister shows, Inglorious Trexperts, the ultimate Star Trek podcast with host Darren Doctorman, and Disco Nights, a celebration of Star Trek Discovery, featuring host Chase Masterson and her special guests. Meanwhile, if you want to check out previous episodes of the 430 Movie or purchase some of our great 430 Movie logo wear, check out 430movie.com or suggest future theme weeks or tell us how we screwed up at Twitter or on Facebook or even on YouTube at 430 Movie. And if you're feeling really generous, go to Apple Podcasts. And give us five stars. Not one star, not two star, not three, not four. Five stars. That's all that people care about. Nobody wants to hear, oh, you know, I, I don't think it was perfect this week. I think it was pretty good. I think I'll give it four and a half. No, give just just five stars. Just be generous. That's what we need. Five stars. Don't one break. star for each of us and then one to grow on. Exactly. One, yeah. Five days in the week, five stars. That's right. Five days stars before, here, 30 and, and finally, a very special thanks to everyone here at Electric Studios, our wonderful uh, Bill Ritter who makes it possible Natalie who's doing an amazing job producing the show and until next week on behalf of Stephen Ashley Darren and myself you're out of here <laughs> thanks for joining us for the 430 movie Eyewitness News starts now <laughs> This week's episode is brought to you by Megadodo Productions, publishers of the Encyclopedia Galactica and the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Don't panic! This podcast is a production of the Electric Surge Network.